1: Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling.
2: word of the Lord from Hebrews chapter 12 reads as follows, therefore... and the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. Amen. Would you pray with us this morning? Eternal God, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for this privileged opportunity. Even as I stand here, Lord, to declare your word, I'm praying. That the power of the Holy Spirit would overcome me and speak through me and give me wisdom and clarity of thought and speech. That the message this morning might come and resonate in the hearts, minds, and souls of all who are hearing it. God, we need you, Lord, in these last and evil days. We need to have a connection to you. We need to hear from you. So, Spirit of the Lord, I yield my body a vessel and instrument to accomplish your desire, God, to speak to your children today to provoke them and to raise them and to draw them. So God, according to your will and your word, I pray that even as I stand to declare your word today, God, you would draw those who are lost. I pray that you would rescue those who have drifted away. I pray you draw them back to you, Lord Jesus, that they might... Uh, come and, and restore the broken fellowship. Those who don't know you, that they would come and say, I, I'm giving my heart and my life to Jesus today. Those who are in despair and desperate, I pray that they will be encouraged by the word of God today. Lord, let your will be done. Let your way be accomplished. And all that is done and all that is said, I'm your vessel, God, use me in the way that you desire that your will might be accomplished on this day. And I will give your name all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. This book of Hebrews um, is written by an unknown author. We're not uh, definitively sure who the author is. Many believe it is Paul, Apostle Paul, but we don't have a definitive answer as to who uh, wrote this book of of Hebrews. But he writes to Jewish Christians uh, to encourage them to run on to maturity, to Christian maturity, uh, because some have become discouraged and, and some have been tempted to draw back and fall back into Judaism and so what he does in this uh this book of Hebrews he actually shows them that there's no need for you to go back to Judaism to go backwards um because what you have now in Christianity is so much better it's so so much better why would you want to go back when you what when what you have is so much better and so what he does he he lays it out for them he says look in Christ Jesus in this relationship you have in Christ Jesus first of all you have a better person than anybody else and anything else that you would have had under Judaism and even under your Old Testament. You, he, he's better than the angels. He's, he's better uh, than Abraham. He's better than Moses. He's better than any other person that you could throw out of your Old Testament list and under your law list. Uh, he's even better uh, than them. And he then comes back again. And he says not only is he a better person in his personhood, his superior, but he also comes back and he says uh, he's a better high priest. Uh, Even as they, in that particular Old Testament time and in Judaism, they set at high esteem the high priest. But what, what this author comes back and says, look, Jesus is a better high priest than even the high priest that you had. Um, because he, he's better than the the, the 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 priesthood of Aaron and the Levites. Uh he, he's better than any of your high priests in that he doesn't minister in a tabernacle made uh of of brick and mortar, but rather he he ministers in a tabernacle in heaven not made with hands. He he's a high priest that not goes in year after year offering sacrifices and blood of animals that God never took pleasure in, but rather he is a high priest that offers his own blood once and for all, that all of our sin might be washed away and taken away. He's better, a better high priest, and he lays it out in all the ways that how much better uh, Christ is. And in Christ, he's a better high priest, and Christ is a better person. But he then finally comes back, and he writes to these saints, um, and to let them know that even your life pilgrimage is superior now to the one that you had under Judaism and so why would you want to go back you've got a you've got a, a better or rather superior life like pilgrimage in that the life that you now live the life that you now journey through you walk through it by faith uh, he says to them look um you know uh, faith is the, the, the substance of those things hoped for, the evidence of the things not seen. And the life that you now live, the pilgrimage that you're now on, is a life or a journey of faith. For the just shall live by faith. And so he lays that out to them and, and lets them know and helps them to understand that those uh, who are of the faith are not as those who draw back. We're we're not like those who who change our mind and draw back, but rather we walk this journey by faith in in fear of God and in reverence for God um, again uh, and and on to the end to the saving of our souls. And so, in other words, once we're in, we're in. We're going to the end. We're not jumping in and jumping out. This is not hopscotch. We're not jumping in, jumping out. No, the, the journey that we're on with Christ is one that takes us all the way to the end. And so he wants to encourage the saints in that and help them to understand how much better this relationship they have in Christ is. And in fact, more specifically, how faith plays such a critical, important role in the life that they live and the journey that they're on till they get to heaven. Now, what has come very apparent to me as of late is how many Christians are struggling in their faith. It seems to me just a bit a, a time after time, if I'm talking to this person, talking to that person, talking to this person, it seems like fear has overshadowed the Christian journey for so many people. And so I've been praying, I've been searching and I'm seeking for God because I, I always want God to give me the word that your people need today. And I just believe that right now, because so many people seem to have been overshadowed by fear and overcome by fear, they're failing to, to walk and failing to live by faith. They're afraid to leave the house. They're afraid uh, they might catch COVID. They're afraid to get the vaccine. They're, they're afraid to, 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 to basically afraid to die. But on the other hand, in, in, in reality, they're afraid to live. Because our life that we live is by faith. It's not by knowing what's going to happen today or tomorrow. No, we live by faith in the God and the promises he's laid before us. Before so many have just gotten caught up in this whole thing about fear and they're afraid of this and afraid of that. And we become just a whole bunch of Christian f- f- fraidy cats. I mean, it's like just a bunch of chickens. And so I, I just believe it's, it's a, a time, it's a season that we need to be reminded about how we should be living this Christian life. And let me say this as well. If we live by faith, okay? If you live your life by faith, you have no reason to fear death. Because when we live by faith, faith assures us that we shall not die. If we live our life by faith, we have no, no reason to allow the things in the world, the day-to-day changes and, 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 and uh, shifts We have no reason to allow those to upset us or to cause us to regress or digress from the faith we have in God. Keep living by faith is what I want to encourage you in. I want to talk to you this morning from the subject matter running with unhindered faith. Running with unhindered faith. As we look into this passage here in Hebrews chapter 12, the the author seems to be encouraging us to keep to be to run to run uh, with a faith that is unhindered. Don't go back. Don't turn back. Don't give up. Don't let fear overshadow you. Don't 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 be so scary cat. But but rather run with unhindered faith. He begins uh, his storyline with them here in chapter twelve. He says, uh, therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Kind of stop right there. He says, we also, and he says, we there, or rather there begins with therefore. And of course, always when you see therefore, you need to go back and find out what therefore is Therefore, But what he says, therefore, since we are also surrounded, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. And, and he begins, first of all, uh, as he encourages us to run with unhindered faith. He encourages us, first of all, to look at this list, this long list of witnesses displaying faith. He says, look at look at this. There's a long list here. And, and they're all laid out in chapter 11. If you go back to chapter 11, in chapter 11, he lays out a whole long list of witnesses who have been displaying running with unhindered faith. He says, therefore, uh, he says, now after giving this long list of witnesses of Old Testament saints, all of these are Old Testament people uh, of, that would have been uh, before Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, he says, You know, they all obtained a good report. They all obtained righteousness through faith. And so he wants to, to help the one that wants to slide back to Judaism, which is works. He wants us to understand that guess what? Even those Old Testament saints, even this list that I'm getting ready to give you, even they obtained their righteousness not by works, but they obtained them by faith. And so he encourages us to say, that's why we need to run with an unhindered faith. Don't go backwards. Keep going forward. Keep going forward and run with an unhindered faith. He lays out this list. He says, look, these saints, they faced uncertainty. They faced challenges. They faced fears and anxieties and wars and and, and pandemics and plagues and death. They faced all those kinds of things. He, he lays them out. He says, you know, the, the, the Old Testament saints like Abel and Enoch and Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, Moses' parents and Moses himself. He says, Joshua and Rahab, do not to mention Gideon and Barak and Samson and, and Jephthah and David and Samuel uh, and many others. Many others who were, as they ran this race of life with unhindered faith, many of them had to face uncertainty. Many of them had to face death. He he, even tells us as many of those who, they were stoned to death. Some were sawn in two. They were tempted. They were slain with the sword, burned at the stakes, destitute, afflicted. Um. They they, they were tormented. They were were forced to wander about in deserts and mountains and dens all over the the place in caves. But nevertheless, they did not stop living or running by faith. Even though they had to go through all of this stuff, they still continued to persevere by their faith. And so he says, look, all of these obtained a good testimony through their faith. All of them please God because guess what? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So for those of us who are now allowing fear to overshadow us and to control us and to keep us from running our race in faith, we're allowing fear to to hinder our lives from pleasing God because we cannot please God without faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. And since we're surrounded, he says, by so great a cloud of witnesses. And what he does, he gives you, he paints an imagery here of all of these saints and all of those who've gone on, who have run the race before us in faith, uh, unhindered faith. He says, he, he paints the picture of them kind of being, it was, it's like they're in the stands of a stadium. And all of those who've gone on before us and all these witnesses that are, who are all around the stadium, uh, surrounded, they're looking in. Now they've finished their race. They ran to the end with unhindered faith and now they're looking in on you and I who are still left here to run our race. And they're looking in on us with their testimonies of their own lives. But they're also looking in on us to cheer us on to keep running with unhindered faith. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear grip you. Don't let anxiety keep you from running. Keep running the race. It's almost like they're out there. They're cheering and, 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 and celebrating us on as we're running on the tracks of the courses that God has set for us. And they're standing up there uh, already ready for us. And, and we have their example of living by faith. And we can add to the list of all of those that were in the stands. If, if, if those who have read from the Old Testament aren't good enough for you, I, we can add to that list. Some others that we've got who are in the stands celebrating, who've run their race with unhindered faith all the way to the end. We can add grandma and grandpa. We could add some moms, some dads, some sisters, some brothers, some aunties, some uncles who've gone on before us. We can add the Harriet Tubmans of the world. We can add the Cicely Tysons and we can add the, the George Lyles, the Martin Luther Kings. There's so many people that have gone on before us and run the race to the end in faith because the just live by faith, but they ran with unhindered faith all the way to the end. It's an encouragement to us to look to the to the witnesses who displayed faith before us that we might keep running with unhindered faith. Secondly, the text says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which easily ensnares us. The second thing he wants us to do here, if we're going to run with unhindered faith, is to lay aside the hindrances to our faith. We've got to lay aside, put off everything that's going to hinder us from running in faith. Y'all still here with me? He says, lay aside every weight. That is every fear, every anxiety, every excuse, um, every news report that causes you anxiety and fear, everything that people have set that aside, lay that aside because all those things you realize are, are, are causing you to have fear run your life instead of faith. And so he says, lay those things aside, not only the, the weight and watch this, the whole idea here. And here's, here's something that, that kind of maybe gives some context to what he's literally saying in, in this uh, biblical era time of the, the writer of the author. If when they had their Olympic competitions and things like that, the runners would literally strip. To the least amount of clothes and some would even run naked because they wanted nothing hindering them. They wanted no wind resistance. They wanted nothing hindering them from being the fastest at the race. They didn't want anything holding them back. They didn't want anything slowing them down. So they would take off the the big and baggy clothes. They wouldn't go running in a suit and a and a, a you know jacket and a, a, a fancy shirt like this. Matter of fact, even today when you look at the the runners of today, they're not running naked. But I mean, they they've got these body fitting clothes that are so closely and so tightly um, fitted to their body that that keeps that limits even the wind resistance when they're running. And so in essence, what we have as an imagery here, the imagery is as we're running this Christian race, if we're going to run with unhindered faith, we can't put on heavy jackets of fear and heavy jackets of anxiety and big old baggy pants of, of discontentment and all these other things. And we can also, he says, not only to put aside the, the weight, but also watch this, he says, and the sin that so easily ensnares us because there's, there's sin that will ensnare us to cause us to live according to sight and not by faith. And so he says, put all that aside. Let us put it aside and let us, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now here's something that's key and critical. He says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. What that helps us to understand is that each one of us has a race that is set before us. Watch this. We all don't have the same race. We're all not running the same race. Some of our races are long, some of our races are short. Some of us we've been what's been set before us is a is an 80-year race, some of them a 20-year race, some of a 45-year race. We don't know, but we've got a race set before each one of us and he says, "Whatever we do, lay aside everything that would hinder us from running our race." In faith, running our race to the end, running our race, He says, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, watch this. Some of our races, and, and, and we might say, well, Pastor, this don't, it doesn't seem fair, but this is how it is. Every one of us has a different race. And so some of our races are easy at the beginning and hard at the end. And then somebody else's race might be hard at the beginning, hard in the middle, hard at the end. Then you might get another person that their race is Hard at the beginning, easy in the middle, hard at the end. I mean, I don't know how your race is going to be laid out, but whatever the race that is set before you, what the writer says, we've got to set a mindset that we're going to run with endurance the race that is set before us. This whole idea of endurance is to get up under it, to bear the weight of it. To, like I said, we've already taken off everything that would hinder us. We've already taken off any weight that would, would slow us down. But whatever life, Brings our way. We are setting a mindset to get up under it because I'm going to run with whatever whatever is in front of me. I'm going to run watch this with faith that I'll have the strength from God to bear up under it and finish my race. Now watch this. Some of us may have to bear up under running the race with cancer. Some may have to run the race with diabetes. Some may have to run the race with schizophrenia. Some may have to run the race with family members who are sick or ill. Some of us may have to run the race in poverty. Some may have to run the race in wealth. Some of us have to run the race with uncertainty about a whole lot of things. But whatever it is, whatever the race that's set before us, let us watch this. Let us lay aside everything that's unnecessary. And let's bear up under what God has put before us. And by faith, watch this, faith is (laughs) believing that I'm going to make it to the end because God said I would. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let us run with that attitude and endure whatever it is that life has put before us. And so that's what he calls them to do. So he says, in doing so, we can can face our day-to-day challenges. We can deal with the things that come once we've set it in our heart and set it in our mind. I'm going to endure whatever my race is. I'm going to run my race to the end. God has already given me the grace and the strength to finish this race. And so I'm going to bear up under it. I'm going to put everything else aside. I'm not going to add to the weight that's already there. Y'all still hearing me? There's weight that's already going to come your way. There's obstacles that's already going to come your way. But don't add to that. No, he says, take all that off. Everything that would hinder you, all the weight that would hinder you. Take off the sin because that's going to slow you down. That's going to cause you to not have faith in God. Take all that off and let's run this race with endurance to the end. So lay aside the hindrances to our faith so we can run this race with unhindered faith all the way to the end. Y'all still here with me? Last thing and I'm out of your way. He says, look, first of all, look at a long list. Of witnesses displaying their faith secondly lay aside the hindrances to our faith but finally he says in verse number two looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God the last thing he says here if we're going to run with unhindered faith he says we've got to look unto Jesus we got to be looking unto Jesus Watch this to enhance our faith. Stay here with me. Why? Why should I look to Jesus? Because as I run this race, as I'm going through my journey, as I'm going through the obstacles that the course has set before me, I've already laid aside the things that I don't need. I've already laid aside the sin. I've already laid aside the weight. But as I'm running this race, as I'm running within faith, trying to run with unhindered faith, guess what has a tendency to happen? I have a tendency under the burden. You have a tendency under the burden of things to come to get discouraged. But what he tells us to do, he says, while you're running, while you got a cloud of witnesses all around you, and they're cheering you on from the stands, all the long list of people who have already run their race and already finished and run to the end with unhindered faith. You've got all of them around you and you put off everything and you're running with bare necessities on. You've gotten rid of sin. You've gotten rid of weight. And while you're running your race, while you're running along and you might become a little weary and you've got everybody cheering. And if you've got nothing else to encourage you, he says, look, you can look unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith.
1: Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Buke Sterling the where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD, or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org. And remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-627. 9-5-0-0. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church Family Minister in the Spirit of Excellence.